0: Welcome to the Achieve Your Goals podcast with Hal Elrod. I'm your host, Nick Falkuski, and you're listening to the show that is guaranteed to help you take your life to the next level faster than you ever thought possible. In each episode, you will learn from someone who has achieved extraordinary goals that most haven't. He is the author of the number one best selling book, The Miracle Morning, a Hall of Fame business achiever, an international keynote speaker, Ultra marathon runner, and the founder of vipsuccesscoaching.com, Mr. Hal Elrod.
1: All right, goal achievers. I am so excited for today's episode. Welcome to the Achieve Your Goals podcast. This is your host, Hal Elrod. And uh, I, I, I can't even believe the, the, the gentleman that I'm interviewing today that it's our first interview. I, we were just talking. I go, wait a minute, have you is this the first time on the podcast? And uh, he confirmed. So uh, I guess I was, you know, saving it for today. This is a special, a special podcast, special episode. And it's actually going to be different than any other episode we've ever done. Um, number one, there are no questions I'm asking him. This is we're, We both agreed we're going to freestyle it. That's number one. Uh, number two, we've had authors that we've interviewed um, and and I guess technically this is a book that I'm holding in my hands that was created by our guest today, who, uh, John Lee Dumas. In case you want to know the gentleman's name, uh, it's called the Freedom Journal, and it's it, it it looks like a book, it feels like a book, but uh, y- you write in it more than an author would write in the book. Like you're doing all of the work, so it's very very unique episode that we're gonna have. And the coolest part is the let me read you the tagline. For the Freedom Journal, the tagline is accomplish your goal in 100 days. And since this is the Achieve Your Goals podcast, uh, I mean, this is just it could not be a better fit. So I'm excited. And uh, before I bring John on, let me let me give the man a formal introduction. Uh, John Lee Dumas is the founder and host of EO Fire, aka Entrepreneur on Fire, an award-winning podcast where he interviews today's most inspiring entrepreneurs seven days a week. Nobody works harder than John Lee Dumas, uh, although if you knew his schedule, he, only, he does it all in one day. So he yeah, actually, uh, nobody takes off more time than John Lee Dumas. But uh, JLD has produced over 1,000 episodes and EO Fire generates, you ready? $300,000, not a year, But a month in revenue with over 1 million unique monthly listens and EO Fire has inspired Fire Nation, that's John's community, to face their fears and take the entrepreneurial leap. And I could not be more excited to bring on my good friend John Lee Dumas. How you doing, buddy?
2: Hal, I couldn't be more excited to be here, my friends, and to kind of amend that just a little bit. We just had our biggest month ever over here at EO Fire, 542K, my man.
1: I saw that, dude. That's not a bad, like, you know, (laughs) like, 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 that's the average person what they they bring in in like 10 years, like a decade, right? I feel
2: honored. I mean, it's. All about you know the people that we serve. It's all yeah. about it's the value that we bring and, and the people that we connect with, which is like yourself, Hal. And I actually do want to share with your audience right off the bat. You know, I was about three days ago writing down my daily affirmations that I do every day, but for that day it was you know people that I'm most grateful for, and I, and I like to be specific in niche, as you'll find out about me. So I put men in Southern California. You know, yeah. the next day I would do like women in nice. like Northern Maine. So I always change things up, but I want to get specific. And you were on that list for top five men that I was grateful for that I knew in Southern California.
1: Wow, dude. I'm glad I wasn't on the second list. That's <laughs> No, that's awesome. And, uh, you know, don't, don't, uh, hesitate to uh, you know take a quick iPhone photo of that and send it over to me and of <laughs> um, yeah and then I'll feel obligated that I need to write about you in my journal in my freedom journal and send it over oh, to reciprocity you. I, I love it that's it's right scary. no I John I love you I uh, you know I just I love you're a good dude the more I get to know you um, yeah the more I just I, I love you and I, I really I just I, I admire who you are and, and how you show up and, and how you really are about serving your community. And that's why they're such a passionate, dedicated bunch. So let's do this man. Um, I mean, I, I want to be specific on the freedom journal. We could, you know, I could ask you about your life story and all of that. I would rather here just talk, tell me the story of the freedom journal. How did this come to be? What is this? And, uh, and then we can get into some specifics.
2: Well, thanks man. And when this is going live, I will have interviewed over 1,150 entrepreneurs, to include Hal Elrod, because although he never had me on his show till now, (laughs) Hal, I've had you on multiple times on Eo Fire because you are that amazing, my friends. Thank you. But the reality is this: I got asked all the time, Hal, John, you've interviewed over 1,150 entrepreneurs. Like, what's the secret for their success? What's that silver bullet? Like, why are your guests? successful because you wouldn't have them on EO Fire unless they were. So what's that one commonality? So I stepped back, how and this was in early 2015, and I thought about it and I said to myself, there's gotta be something that all of my guests have in common that's a reason why they've achieved success, why they're inspiring, while they're living the life on their own terms that they've chosen, that life of freedom. And the one thing that kept coming back to me over and over again is that gosh darn it, these people know how to set and accomplish goals, period. My guests on EO Fire know how to set and accomplish goals. And on the flip side, Fire Nation, whom I love dearly, those that are struggling right now would email me and they would say, John, like X, Y, Z, like these are my pain points, these are my obstacles. It would be so obvious that they didn't know how to set and accomplish goals. That's what they were struggling with. So I said, how can I marry the two together? How can I take what's working for my successful guests, you know, now over 1150, and and kind of stir it up in a, in a nice little witch's brew maybe, and kind of like give it to Fire Nation so that they can drink it, and you know, that kind of analogy that I'm just giving has really come to fruition into what is now the Freedom Journal, and this is my first physical product, Hal, you know, you have one of the most successful books out there, and it, and it will continue to be so for A long time. And one reason that I want to talk about later, I'll plant this seed, is because of the evergreen nature of what you've created. And that's so exciting and so awesome. It's not like what's working in Facebook ads right now. It's like, Mm -hmm. no, like this is evergreen stuff, guys. And that's what's exciting about what Hal's doing. And I took a cue from that. So I said, when I create something, you know, I, I want to fill that void and I want to serve that pain point that my listeners are having. They don't know how to set and accomplish goals. I've interviewed enough people to know how to do just that. In fact, I've done that myself with EO Fire. How can I translate that into my first physical product? I didn't want to make another virtual course hat. Huh? Like, I've been there. I've done that. I'll do more in the future. They're amazing. But I wanted to make this a little bit different. I wanted it to be something you could hold on to, something that you could beat yourself over the head with if you had to, like if you're having one of those days. I mean, that, that, that day happens to all of us for sure. But I wanted it to be that physical product, not some app, not some whatever it might be, some PDF or whatever. I wanted yeah. it to be something you could hold in your
1: hands. So I Something spent all of 2015 kit. You could literally hand down through generations. You could give yes. this to your kids. Yeah.
2: Yeah, totally. Be like, look at what granddaddy did when he was 36 years old that changed everything. And like that's a legacy. You yeah. know, that's amazing. And so I spent all of 2015 like kind of figuring out what this would look like because I wanted to do this on a massive scale. So, you know, I got the right team together, I got the right editors together, got the right designers together, and we have now created, as we start 2016 here together on this podcast, the Freedom Journal, which is this beautiful faux leather, because I love animals, Hal, so it's faux leather, it's not real leather, but it's a beautiful faux leather, black, gold-embossed journal that is just everything that you would want when it comes to setting and accomplishing your goals in 100 days. And every page within How, which we can get into in a minute here, is very specific for certain reasons. And of course, I featured Hal Elrod um, on one of our special pages in the book because why wouldn't I? I
1: know, I got it in the thank you card here. You said, (laughs) Hal, turn to page, I'll I'll tell everybody, it's uh, page... One fourteen. There you go. One fourteen.
2: That's pretty early, by the way, because yeah. the book doesn't even like start till like page ninety
1: four. <laughs> yeah, dude. No, and, and this is like, a, I mean, it feels like a Bible. Like, it, I mean, it's a, it's a beautiful, you know, uh, something that you want to keep. You know what I mean? Like on your shelf. It's not some cheesy little journal.
2: Well, on addition to I'm gonna write Hal Elrod says this feels like a Bible. <laughs> <laughs>
1: there you go. That'll be the that'll be the the the, the endorsement the, the testimonial on the front. This feels like a Bible. Um, all right, so 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 let's let's dive. Well, actually, b- before we dive into the process, because what I love about this, uh, and and I should pause by the way and just share, um, I had an idea. You know, we just did this best month ever challenge, uh, John, and you, you obviously you know that. But for everybody listening, um, the best month ever challenge we did our first one in November, and it was an idea that I had of something to do to add value for our attendees at our event that would be coming in December. I thought, what if instead of coming to the event, hoping the event would change people's lives, what if every attendee there just came off their best month ever? What a crazy, what a different dynamic it would be to have 300 people in the room who just came off the best month of their lives, not just came off a crappy month while they were, you know, eating dings and waiting for the <laughs> event to show up so they could actually get serious. Right? So, I reached I had the idea I, I reached out to John I said John you the hundred day or the freedom journals a hundred day journal could we get the first 30 days in a PDF so that we could give that to our you know best month ever challengers and they could use that to help guide them because as you know he had sent me over an advanced copy and I was like this is perfect and um, he generously offered and I, you know I mean I already now know from see we have 3,000 people in our best month ever challenge mm the feedback from your journal, they're like, Oh my gosh, this is perfect. This is amazing people, you know, they took the PDF and they printed it out at, at, you know, at the office max. And, you know, so, I mean, I've seen it working for people. So, um, before we get into the, the interior kind of the inside, and I, I want some specifics, why 100 days, right? It could have been a one year thing. It could have been a 30 day thing. Uh, is there a, is there a specific reason behind why to accomplish your goal in hundred days?
2: I thought a lot about that because that was really going to define what the Freedom Journal was all about. And you know, I started off saying, you know, maybe it's going to be a year. Like, you know, I'm a big believer in that we're on a marathon, how we're not on a sprint. Like if we're looking to build real businesses, you need to look at it for the long term, not that like short little sprint to success. It just isn't a reality. It's not sustainable. But then I said a year, you know, I get that, but when you say a year, it, it feels far away. It feels far off. And I get that. It feels like that for me too. And I sort of start thinking about shorter term. I'm like, you know, it could be a week, could be 30 days. And I'm like, you know, I really want something that people can sink their teeth into. And and we'll talk about a little bit more on the SMART goal aspect of this in a little bit. But the A in SMART goal stands for attainable. And I'm really big on when you're setting the SMART goal, the attainable part, it has to be something that you can attain within that time frame, which is so critical. So when I really sat down and I said, you know, what's going to make sense? What are people going to think? You know what? That number is something that I can do. I can commit to that number of days and then B, I feel like it's going to happen not again, a year from now, but at some decent time point. I really just felt like 100 days was the right number that you could set a really juicy and meaningful goal and then accomplish it within those 100 days. And I talked to a lot of my guests about it too. You know, I would ask them, hey, like when you set that initial goal to launch your business to do X, Y, or Z, like. Like, what would that time frame look like? You know, a lot of people were saying three months, three months, three months. Yeah. So there's just like this 90 days in my head. And I'm like, well, 90 days sounds cool, but let's just round it out. Everybody yeah. <laughs> loves round numbers. Sure. Let's make it a hundo. I should have yeah. just called it accomplish your goal in one Benjamin.
1: There, yeah, with one benjamin <laughs> i like it well you know and it's actually consistent there's one of uh, my favorite books it's called vision to reality and it's by uh, Honore corder quarter i think you had Honore on your show we have you yeah she's amazing um so uh, vision to reality is that's the premise of it is it's it's, it's all around 100 day goals and and her kind of the way her take on it is it's like every day represents one percent right mm-hmm. so every day you know if you got 100 days and every day represents one percent um and nice. uh yeah, very much. In fact, she'd be a good uh, repeat interview to have yeah. on, so she could. I just wrote that down. That's yeah, cool. just have. Yeah, she'll reinforce your ideas, and <laughs> by the end of it, it'll be like everyone needs to, of course, you know, <laughs> buy her book, but then buy the Freedom Journal because 100 days is the right way to go. So the other thing that I love about the Freedom Journal, and we can start to kind of dive in here, um, is you do these 10 day sprints, and and I mean, you know, psychology and, and research has shown that as human beings, the shorter a time frame is, the the easier we can commit to it. Right. And even throughout the day, you know, if you give yourself all day to work on something and we've all been there before where the day ends and you're like, son of a I procrastinated all day. Right. <laughs> but if you go, I only have 12 minutes to get this done, that creates uh, motivation. It creates efficiency. It creates action. Right. So having those shorter time frames and working in what I love that you call them sprints. So uh, so so talk about now, if you if you want to lay this out in a different way and how you explain it, you can. But. Uh, you know I'm looking in and it kind of begins with your first 10-day sprint so talk about the sprints and and talk about the whole format
2: yeah let's focus on that because one of the first quotes I have in the book because the book is just strewn with really great quotes is time expands or work expands to the time allotted and Mm -hmm. and that's Parkinson's law and it's it's a really important thing for entrepreneurs to realize that if you don't give yourself a certain time frame, then you're really setting yourself up for failure. It's just its just reality. So I set the the Freedom Journal up in a very specific way to make sure that you are always holding yourself time accountable. It's so critical. So definitely starting with the sprints. I, I really want to start there. We, we do need to back up just one step right before we get into that to really kind of lay out the beginning part of the Freedom Journal because this is critical because what the biggest thing is Hal is you know a lot of people know that they need to set goals they need to accomplish goals but they don't even know the first thing about what a goal is or how to set a goal or what a SMART goal is now this acronym has been out there for a long time it's not something that I made up but it's something that makes so much sense so I wanted to get it down into the Freedom Journal. So let's go through that real quick. Yeah, I
1: didn't, I didn't make up waking up early, so it can, it's still important. <laughs> exactly.
2: <laughs> Guys, when you are starting with the Freedom Journal, the first thing I guide you through and I actually show you, and I, there's actually me having written in this that's copied in the book here, of me setting an actual SMART goal and what that looks like because SMART stands for specific, measurable, attainable, relevant, in time bound. So when you are setting a goal, you need to make sure you have those attributes in place, in line. Otherwise, again, you are setting yourself up to fail. So I guide you and say, okay, what do you wanna do? Do you wanna lose 10 pounds? Okay, let's get specific about that. Is that an actual smart goal? Is it specific? Yes. Is it measurable? Yes. Is it it attainable? Yes. Is it relevant? Yes. Is it time-bound? Yes. Because we're going to do, I want to lose 10 pounds in 100 days or whatever that goal is that you're going to set. So I make sure that you have the checks and balances and you know how to set a smart goal. And then we move forward from that into the accomplishment part of that. And that's where you start day one. You list your goal and you say, okay. Let's start this process off. And over the next hundred days, how, this book guides you day by day, night by night, into the process of the accomplishing of this goal. Now, you're on like day three, and people are like, "Oh, day three of ninety seven, I can take a break right now. Like that's not no big deal if mm. I just miss one day. Yeah, that's where these sprints come in, how. That's why it. it's so important to start with sprints, and another word that I like to use for them also, are micro goals. They're micro goals. There are 10 micro goals that are going to help you achieve that actual maximum full goal that we set at the beginning of the Freedom Journal. So you start off day one saying, okay, this is my big overall goal. Now, what am I going to accomplish by day 10? And then you go on that 10-day sprint by day one, day two, day three, and so on, until you get to day 10. Then at day 10, we say, okay, Now we're gonna talk about that. Did you accomplish that goal? Why, if you did, or why not, if you didn't? We're gonna analyze that. So you're gonna be getting better as an entrepreneur, as a goal-setter all along the way. And then at day 25, we've already done now sprint number one, sprint number two to get to 20. By day 25, I do what's called a quarterly review. Every 25th day, we look back over the prior 25 days and we really do a deep dive and say what worked, what didn't, what needs to be adjusted. And then, of course, you finish up the the third five days of your third 10-day sprints, and you're going off into your four sprints, fifth sprint, which, of course, ends with the quarterly review, the second 25th-day look back. And so all of these things, Hal, keep you in line. I like to give that analogy of that plane that takes off from San Diego. It's heading to Boston, but it is adjusting in air every second, every single second that plane is adjusting millions of times electronically on its flight from San Diego to Boston to land on that quarter right on that runway that's what we do in the freedom journal we take you through that making sure that you're adjusting in air along those 100 days
1: i love it and if you you know if you really if you look at it this is the way an ideal business runs right Where they set their long-term goals, and then they break those down into you know into shorter-term goals, and then they reflect and review along the way. And I mean, what you're doing is, if you think about this, folks, listen, right? If you want to be really successful, you do what successful people do. And like John said, he's interviewed over 1,100 of the world's most successful people, and realized that they are, you know, they've become masters at setting and achieving goals. And I mean, again, I'm flipping through the book. It's just, it's just. You know, as you're talking, John, I'm looking at what you're talking about, uh, and, and it's like you, you couldn't have done this much better. I love when I look at a product or a program or a, I read a book, and I, you know, I go, "How could I make this better?" And I go, "Son of a bitch, I can't make it better, <laughs> right?" Like there's, you know, there's, and making it better, by the way, is often, you know, there, there's two sides to that coin. There's, is there, you know, nothing I would add, but also nothing I would take away. Right. Because sometimes it makes stuff better by going, dude, they put too much in here, you know, <laughs> and, and uh, you know, or they, they left some stuff out. And to me, this is I mean, I, I did. I can tell you put your heart, soul. And I mean, totally. I mean, it, was, yeah. it
2: was a full year that we worked on this. You know, we tested it out with Fire Nation with other entrepreneurs. And it's just even the little things like every single day, like if you just turn to any of those days. You know, you start off with a quote, you know, and I took so much time. There's a hundred different quotes on every one of the days. Plus, there's like another 50 just kind of balanced throughout the rest of it. But every single day you start off with a new quote. It's like every quote there is there for a reason. Like I like sweated over the placement of these quotes, like the actual ones yeah. that I use. because They're meant for those reasons. And then you just break into, you know, what, what are you grateful for? And this is a huge influence from you, Hal. I mean, you were one of the first people... I was exposed to that was really talking about affirmations and talking about what you're grateful for. To me, that was just kind of little, you know, woo-woo, woo-woo stuff. You know, sure. I'm an I'm an army guy. You know, I come <laughs> from, you know, being 13 months in Iraq driving a tank around, blowing things up, you know, and then I was in <laughs> law school, and then I was in corporate finance. Like we don't talk about what we're grateful for, sure. But man, was I missing out, you know, for those first 32 years of my life. You know, now I'm 35, so for the last three years. I've been exposed to this and it's been amazing, but we got to start our days off with this stuff. And then just a little things like the the line underneath that, it says in 99 days, I will, and you restate your goal. Then the next page is in 98 days, you know, we're counting down with you. You're accomplishing things every single day. And of course, you know, one of my favorite words in the world is focus. So after we talk about, you know, restating your goal, What is your number one focus today? That's your next line in this Freedom Journal. And, of course, my acronym for focus is follow one course until success. There's nothing more important than focus. Hal, you wouldn't have achieved anything had you not been able to sit down and focus and achieve and accomplish what you have. And we have to pass that on to other entrepreneurs who are getting their thing going.
1: Yeah. Yeah, that, I mean, that the book, The One Thing, was revolutionary in its simplicity, right? So you know, simple. Yeah, it's like focus on one thing, and most of us are focusing on, you know, 5 or 10 or 15 or 20 things. And, um, yeah, so I mean— Oh, my
2: uh, God, why are we never accomplishing anything? Yeah, oh, right, there yeah. goes another bird.
1: <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly, right? Yeah, squirrel. <laughs> uh, yeah, but I love that my number one focus today is, I mean, it's one of the most important things you can write down. And you're not just thinking about it, you're writing it down. And then, and, and, you know, magic happens when you put pen to paper. Uh, and, so and, and I love that you didn't make this something you could fill out online as a PDF, because, you know, it would easily a PDF, you know, you know, as soon as your computer shuts down or whatever, then the PDF has gone and then you forget to open it up again. But this is, you know, sitting in front of you every day. And and I want to say this, too, uh, in terms of how in alignment this is with the Miracle Morning, you know, one of the practices of the Miracle Morning uh, is scribing and which is a a fancy word for writing, you know. And I mean, this is, you know, for for the next hundred days, there's no better (laughs) form of scribing, in my opinion, uh, than writing in your freedom journal. Uh, Every day, And I do like that you also have there's there's the morning entry and there's the evening entry, right? So you're you're planning on how you're going to maximize and optimize uh, and and win your day. And then at the end of the day, you're reflecting. So you don't just have like the reflection after the 10 day sprints or the quarterly reflection. It's a daily thing to keep, you know, a person's clarity really high. So so talk about that. Talk about the the kind of the benefits of of what you do in the morning uh, on day one and then what you do in the evening on night one.
2: And this is one thing that, again, I, I just need to keep going back to your book, The Miracle Morning, because it's— Oh, yeah, please. Yes, yeah, go ahead. I mean, we have to. <laughs> I mean, because it's it's so, like, just integral in everything that we've done here, and it just fits so well in with the Freedom Journal, is the Miracle Morning, they don't start in the mornings. You know, they start the night before. You can't have a Miracle Morning if you're drinking wine at 11.30 p.m., you know— uh smoking some cigarettes and like watching late night television that's just that's not setting up for the miracle morning your miracle morning starts the night before like I, I'm not ashamed I crawled in bed last night at 9:15 p.m. with a big ol' smile on my face I read my book which by the way I'm reading right now Malcolm X's autobiography, which is incredible. Wow. I, one, of my, one of my past guests talked about it. And I was like, I'll check it out. But wow, is it huge? Is it a great book? And I was asleep 15 minutes later. And I was poof, I was out. And guess what? I was up at 5.15 this morning, jumped out of bed. It was 48 degrees here in San Diego. You know what I'm talking about, how you live here. It was, <laughs> right. We are not prepared for that stuff. But I was out on the boardwalk, doing my power walk, doing my exercises, doing my thing all because I set myself up the night before so it's so important that we actually get our thoughts down on paper that we actually take the time the night before To set ourselves up for success the next day. We can't wake up and we know life happens. We're running around in circles and we don't even, then we're gonna sit down and and then take some more mental bandwidth to plan our day. No, you do that at the end of the day. You sit down, you reflect on your day, and that's what this journal walks you through. You actually reflect on what worked. You know, like I have some things, two wonderful things that happened today. I mean, how many days do we let go by, Hal? we don't reflect on the wonderful things that happens it's sad life sure. is short we need to think about the great things that happens and then we talk about you know i say write down two things that you struggled with let's let's be honest about our struggles we all struggle now what are the possible solutions for those struggles and then we dive into, hey, why is tomorrow going to be a great day? So I actually have a leading question. Tomorrow will be a great day because, you know, it's an af- it's an affirmative statement. Yeah. And then I just have a place for thoughts, ideas, and musings. And then, of course, the final thought for the day. So you're going to bed having reflected on wonderful things, having, you know, not only thought about your struggles, but actually come up with solutions for them. And then talked about why tomorrow is going to be great. So when you wake up the next morning, that's the first thing on your mind. Oh man, that's right. Tomorrow, I mean, today is what tomorrow was last night and it's gonna be great because and you have the answer because you just wrote it down and it's right there in your journal sitting next to your bedstand and you're off to the races. And that's where it starts, guys. So that's why we have the day, we have the night, and it's really all encompassing because of it.
1: Well, and I've got a couple of things to share on this. Number one is this is something I I talk about in the miracle morning i talk about it when i you know when i give the speech and it's the idea that a uh, well there's a couple of them and it's number one that a miracle morning starts the night before right? Like it doesn't start when the alarm clock goes off and you you're half asleep and you're like, Hey, what should I do to crush the morning? Right? Like (laughs) if we haven't decided before we went to bed, we're always going to make the wrong decision. I don't care. Even if it's me, if the, if the, if my alarm clock's on my nightstand and I haven't committed to wake up and I have, you know, visualized or decided what I was going to do, I just reach over and turn it off and I just snooze all morning. Right? So a miracle Mm -hmm. morning starts the night before. And, um, and, and the other part of that is that, uh, you know, I always say that your first thought in the morning, is almost always the same as the last thought you had before bed, Ooh. right? If you're stressed out before you go to bed about a problem or a situation, as soon as you open your eyes, you go, like reality sinks in, you're like, oh God, I gotta face that thing today, <laughs> right? If you think about being a kid on Christmas, if you celebrated Christmas as a, as a kid, and if you didn't celebrate Christmas, think about like your birthday or the first day of school, any morning you were excited to wake up, well, Christmas, the excitement happened before you went to bed. You thought, I can't wait till the morning comes and I open my eyes and you visualize, I'm going to run in the living room and I'm going to look for the presents under the tree. Right. And so what was your first thought in the morning? Right. It was, Oh my gosh, it's Christmas. And like you literally, even if you got like two, three hours of sleep and it was the worst quality sleep ever, right. You threw the covers off and you ran in the living room and you looked for the presents, you know? And so <laughs> That is, it just that concept shows how important the the nighttime part of, of what you just walked us through, right? Tomorrow will be a great day because, right? You're right. You're de- creating that before you go to bed, and when the alarm goes off, you go like you you'll be excited to just run to your freedom journal, right? Because you just went through a every every night for a hundred days the empowering process that you go through uh, at night is just gonna fire you up to wake up. And, uh, and, and and crush it, you know, uh, in the morning. Um, one other thing that I want to share, and this, uh, John, this actually might be so good. you might want to write this down and start sharing this when you promote the Freedom Journal. <laughs> um, the uh, if I do say so myself. So <laughs> no, well, but here's the deal. When I first started talking about the Miracle Morning, it's funny, I literally can visualize myself doing my video I used to do these video blogs called, what was it called? Miracle Morning something. But it was my tagline. I would start it and go, "Welcome to Miracle Morning, you know, TV, the always authentic, never scripted, hair is always messed up video blog designed <laughs> to help you become the person to create." Because my hair was always screwed up because I did it in the morning. And uh, anyway, I haven't thought about that in a while. But but I remember one of my one of my video blogs. I showed people my journal at the end of my first year ever of journaling, and it was a journal called the Winner's Journal, and. Uh, And I talked about how the benefits of daily journaling are really profound, but my favorite part of journaling, I didn't know it was going to happen until it happened, which was I read through my journal for the entire year and it took me like six hours. And I had another piece of paper where I wrote down, you know, like accomplishments. And normally you end a year and or any even end a day, and our human nature is to focus on what we did wrong, right? It's like, oh, man, I didn't hit that goal, and I could have done that better. And at the end of the year, instead of feeling like there were all these things that didn't get accomplished, I had this list of like 23 significant accomplishments. And I looked at it, I'm like, holy crap, I am a badass. Like, I... I can't believe I did all that. And to your point, John, we don't take time to reflect on paper. I wouldn't have had any awareness of those 23 accomplishments had I not written it down. And so I want to close by saying this and then not close the podcast. We've got another five minutes or so. Um, but uh, the, here's, here's what I want people to think about. When you get the Freedom Journal… Realize that you're not just getting something that's going to help you accomplish a goal in 100 days. You're not just getting something that is going to help you optimize every single day of your life for the next 100 days. And I would imagine that after you experience it, you're probably going to get another one for the next 100 days, right? And so on and so forth. But what you're doing is you're creating... A, a, you're creating something, a document. I can't even think of the, uh, like a word that is special enough to describe it that is going to contain your legacy, your life captured on paper that you can look back and reflect on at the end of the 100 days. And that experience, I'm telling you from, experience, from personal experience, reading back over your freedom journal will be one of the most rich, rewarding, fulfilling experiences that you have ever had. And then you're going to have a collection of these on your shelves that you can give to your children, or at any time you can look back and you can re-experience that rich, rewarding, fulfilling experience that is created once the Freedom Journal is complete. So not only will it help you optimize the day, achieve your goals in 100 days, you're going to create something that is priceless, that will stay with you for the rest of your life and potentially be handed down to your children. So... John, feel free to uh, share that with everyone else.
2: <laughs> well, and I think a lot of people you know, might be like, oh, that kind of sounds corny. Like, who's going to want to read my freedom journal? I would love, I would give, I, I would actually call it, it would be priceless. I can't even put how much money I would spend for this because it would be priceless. Before I was even born, my father's father died. It was a freak accident. I never got to meet this man. Hmm. He died at 47 years old. I never got to meet him. He went to the Korean War, he was in mutual funds, he did this, he did that. How amazing would it have been, what a gift it would be for me to be able to sit down and just experience a hundred days of his life. You know, a snapshot when he was 30, when he was 40, when he was 20, it doesn't matter. I never got to even know this guy to talk to him but I would have gotten to know him through these hundred days. I would have given anything for that. I mean, my dad can sit down and tell me stories to kingdom come. It's it's not the same, but if I could have sat down and read a hundred days of him pouring himself and and, uh, setting and accomplishing a goal and and like living that with him, I mean, you can't put a price tag on that. I mean, it it may seem corny now to people listening. Believe me, it's not going to seem corny to your, your younger generations and the future generations that are coming. And, and how on that note, I do kind of want to shift a little bit. So, not too long ago, I was super honored to be asked to speak, to share this stage with Gary Vaynerchuk, with Robert Hershevek of Shark Tank, Lewis Howes, Keith Ferrazzi. I mean, creme de la creme. I'm still shocked that I was on stage with these people because it was just like, these these are the entrepreneurs that are out there. But the event was called Thrive. And it was uh, the tagline was, Make Money Matter. And they asked me to come. In large part of the Freedom Journal, I kind of want to do want to share this aspect as we close
1: yeah,
2: uh, to your audience because, listen, I don't, I don't publish my income reports to, to brag about how much money that I make. I publish them because I want my listeners and specifically podcasters to see and to emulate my success and to see what's working for me and to emulate that. So I lay it all out on the line. But just as importantly, I want them to see my failures and my mistakes and my missteps. And I I even go into more depth on those so they can avoid those. Like, that's the purpose of me getting out there and sharing these income reports. But with that being known, like, a lot of people know that, hey, like, John, you know, he'll have made over $4 million this year. Now he's coming out with a book and, like, it's going to be – that's where this Freedom Journal really became a passion of mine and where I really wanted to make this money matter because – We can go and and achieve success. And that's so huge. But we have to move into significance as well. So I partnered up with Adam Braun of Pencils of Promise. And proceeds from the Freedom Journal are going to be building schools in developing countries. I've already pledged one. I I wrote a check for $25,000 in 2015 to build a school just in, in my name. In 2016, I've already pledged at least one $25,000 check from the proceeds of the Freedom Journal. And every time we hit a different funding, an- another one of our funding goals that we have for the Freedom Journal, I'm running another check for $25,000. We're looking to build three, four, who knows, maybe even five schools from scratch in developing countries through Pencils of Promise. We partnered up with them for this. So it's a great, great cause. It's a great journal, as you've heard from myself and from how I poured myself into it. The Kickstarter campaign is going on right now. So if you want to check out what we have going on, there's awesome videos, there's awesome reward levels if you want to get one, two, ten journals or a lot of other cool things like being you being on EO Fire if you purchase at a certain level so we can talk about you achieve, uh, setting and accomplishing your goal. So a lot of cool things are going on. All you need to do is just visit thefreedomjournal.com. That's going to take you right to the Kickstarter page and you're going to be able to see what we have going on, where we're at right now. We're looking to beat Eric Reese, who is the number one author right now for selling his book on Kickstarter at $566,000. We're looking to break that, Hal. And I think that with your audience, with my audience, and just the combination of what we're doing with Pencils of Promise, I think that we can do that. So thank you, brother, for having me on today.
1: You, you're welcome. Thank you for coming on. Uh, thefreedomjournal.com. Go there. I'm there right now. Uh, I'm going to get one of these Kickstarter levels, not just for the journals, but uh, but also for the bonuses. But uh, yeah, man, this is fantastic. And, and, and Pencils of Promise, a great organization, building schools, uh, teaching children to read that cannot read. And there are 250 million children around the world that cannot read and uh, Adam Braun and Pencil of Promise and John Lee Dumas are doing their part to make a difference and change that. So go to thefreedomjournal.com. I've got my personal copy. I'm gonna be buying dozens if not hundreds of copies for my friends, my family and my clients and uh, goal achievers, I love you. Thank you for tuning in and uh, we'll talk to you next week. Take care.
0: And thank you so much for tuning in to this episode of the podcast. So now are you ready to go out there and accomplish your goals in 100 days? We want to know what were your biggest takeaways with this interview with John. Simply head on over to hailelrod.com slash 105 for episode number 105. And leave a comment there on the show notes page. And be sure to grab your very own Freedom Journal as well. Also, if you haven't done so yet, please go subscribe to the podcast on iTunes by going to halelrod.com slash iTunes, clicking the little subscribe button. And if you would, please leave a rating and review. Rating and reviews are truly the best way for you to show your appreciation for the show because it helps more people find out about the podcast and decide if this is the one for them. So now, until next week, it's time for you to go out there, take action, and achieve your goals.